your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to a Monday. Just a couple of things going on today. Not so much in lacrosse. Well, some things happening in lacrosse. Just a few in the area, in the nation, in the world. I don't even know where to start. I'm not. I don't. I don't know how much I want to talk about Afghanistan. We talked about Afghanistan quite a bit with Keith Knudsen on Friday. I let I let Keith kind of explain some of that and and just being over there. So if you want to listen to that, wisdomnews.com slash podcast and find Lacrosse Talk PM on there. You don't have to scroll down at all because it's the last one we put up. Um, so there's that. But, you know, if you want to relate what's happening in Afghanistan to the area, um, there is news there that uh, some refugees could be headed our way to Fort McCoy. And when I say some, it could be 30,000. It could be thousands. I don't know if all the all 30,000 would be coming to Fort McCoy, but... Um, it's something that has happened in the past, uh, with Cubans in the, in 1980, I believe I was getting all this from Brad Williams a little bit. Um, and you can read about it at wisdomnews.com, but Cubans, uh, there were thousands of people that fled Cuba and and were at Fort McCoy in the eighties. Uh, I think Hmong were processed at Fort McCoy too. And La Crosse County, if you see the census numbers, Hmong is the largest non-white population in La Crosse County. After bringing them, having them relocated here. 608-785-7914. So if you want to deep dive into that whole thing, if you want to just point fingers, that's what we do, right? Like we're just, eh, this president's to blame now. We can do that. (laughs) I I think we could point to, we could use four fingers, maybe five. We could point to all the presidents, past, present, maybe future. Hopefully not. It's very, uh, it's hard to wrap your head around. I mean, 20 years over there and, and we're out and, and it just appears like a couple of weeks later, the whole thing topples over. It's like, why were, what did we do in 20 years? What did we establish that it was, that it's done in just a couple of days? So, yeah. Um, I, I think a little bit more down my alley as I'm driving through lacrosse today, this happened more than once, and I will admit I do it to some degree as well when I can. Not so much, not so much through parking lots, but you, when you get to a stoplight that and you just hit it right, so you're the, you're 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 getting up to it, and it's I'm gonna hit this stoplight, dang it! And you know if you drive, you know you know which stoplights you hate more than others, right? You know, like oh, this one's gonna be a while. Because it's not censored. So you take the right. But not the right on the road. You take the right in the parking lot. And then you... Or you take the left in the parking lot. Into the adjacent parking lot before you hit the stoplight. And then you just go through the green. Go in the other direction. And just continue about your way, right? We've all probably done that. If not, you'd be like, hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to start doing that. I saw that happen twice today. As I'm waiting at the stoplight. And I watch the car go around. Um, I've done it myself. Sometimes I, you know, because we have stupid left turn arrows here in the city too, all over the place. As if we don't know how to turn left at a green light, we need the stoplight to tell us because we're too stupid apparently. Uh, The the lights are getting better with the flashing yellow left turn, but um, yeah, the stupid 
you you can't turn left here because we don't think you're smart enough to look at the two lanes of oncoming traffic coming and be able to determine whether or not you're going to make it, especially at like four in the morning when you're headed to work and there's no cars out or at, you know, wait late and late at night and there's no cars. But so the idea that you can't turn left. Oh boy. Uh, so we could get rid of those. Like when we're, we're fixing these intersections, could we get rid of those? But I'll go straight through the stoplight. If I just hurt, if I missed the left turn arrow and I notice there's all kinds of traffic going each and every direction where I'm going to have to wait for all the turn arrows and all the green lights and then to keep to my turn arrow, I'll go straight and then do a U-turn and then I'll turn right at the intersection, avoiding the turn arrow and then just laugh at everyone waiting for the left turn arrow. Actually, I don't laugh. I kind of, I kind of wonder if they watched me and go that jerk, uh, like I did today when I watched some other people do that through some parking lots. So, so there's that. Okay, so it, the the and I'm getting to. It's just something I noticed today. It kind of bugged me. It kind of makes you think. Can we just change the system a little bit? Roundabouts, right? We could add a bunch of roundabouts. We're doing that, uh, especially headed down. Some of those lights headed down the south side. I was just like, can we, can we put a roundabout here? Can we put a roundabout here? We or or in other places up on the north side where we spent millions of dollars to put uh, on and off ramps. We just rearranged the on and off ramps, so we added stoplights there. I could compl- I complain about that uh, probably three times a year. Uh, we couldn't have did a roundabout there or two roundabouts. Uh, other places roundabouts suck. Uh, traffic circles really suck, especially on King Street. I went through those today too. Almost got T-boned because somebody didn't yield in the. On King Street, or not on King Street, on the uh, perpendicular street. Um, so there's that. And then I, I just want to get into what Minneapolis is starting to do. And it's not so much with, although it could, it's not so much with what we're doing with uh, avoiding stoplights or maybe running red lights, uh, but but other traffic violations. And I thought maybe we should, maybe we should start doing that here. But uh, a couple other things that we could talk about. Um, I got a lot of tabs open. I just want to get his name right. I mean, if we stick with police uh, situations at 1 a.m. this morning, there wasn't a high-speed chase, but there was two dudes in a car that fled police. I don't know what kind of car they had. The police didn't give me that. Uh, But they fled from police. After getting pulled over, they just took off. And then police just kind of tracked where they were, you know, know, on the walkie. Are they using walkie-talkies anymore? Could we talk about why they call them walkie talkies? <laughs> but, but they're, uh, we could talk about that a little bit. I'll just break that down in a while. Um, hit the Fort McCoy thing. Oh, and then, uh, Cardinal Raymond Leo Burke, who used to be in charge of w- w- the lacrosse diocese here for quite a few years, about eight years, right? From 95 to 03. He's on, he's got COVID and is on a ventilator. And uh, we could talk about a little bit about his stance on COVID, if you can believe it. He's got a stance on COVID, not one that most people would agree with. Um, but there's uh, and, and just the the whole aura of when you learn about people like this in their and then their current situation, and then how you feel as a person. It's kind of weird. I'll get, I'll get into it in a minute. But I gotta let Brad do the news. So we'll do that. We'll be back in a minute. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get on. Talking about just a slew of things. 
Uh, I just want to read some text here. Just bringing up the Afghan situation, because obviously it's it's overtaking the news, and it's relevant here in La Crosse. Not La Crosse, but in the area, because uh, refugees from Afghanistan may end up at Fort McCoy by the thousands. Fort McCoy there in Toma. So there's the relevance here. And if you want to complain about the situation in Afghanistan, feel free. Uh, but Mark texts in, uh, typical Dem response, avoid the subject when he, when he, when I bring up Afghanistan and make it relevant to the area. And that's about all I want to dive into because uh, me understanding why we're in Afghanistan is going to be about as good as you understanding why we're in Afghanistan. So there's, there's that. Like I'm not going, to, Mark. I'm I'm not going to to pretend to know about um all the intricacies with Afghanistan. Why we went over there, why we were there so long, why we didn't pull out in the last three presidents, two presidents, why we pulled out at this. I don't know. I'm not going to dive into it because I don't know. I would just be blowharding on the radio like I thought I knew everything, and then you could just say, "Oh, fake news." <laughs> So we got a call coming in. Caller, who's this? This is number three. Oh, you calling the secret hotline? Did you know that? No. Yeah, you're calling. Seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, that's well. Okay, I, maybe our lines are crossed, but that's fine. You're on. Go ahead. Am I on? Yeah, for sure. I got the code number to yeah, WIZM secret. Yeah, you get yeah whatever. However, you made it to this line. This is the secret. I call it the double double secret probation hotline. So you get right oh, through. God. I'm privileged. Anyway, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I was wondering what the people that are supposedly coming to Fort McCoy like to eat from Afghanistan. They'll probably eat whatever you give them because they're not going, beggars won't be choosers, right? I'm guessing. Well, when the Cubans come over from Cuba, they wanted shrimp and lobster. Okay. All they wanted to eat. I mean, can't I can't blame them. I mean, you 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 start the negotiation at the top end, right? Well, we just took a bunch of people that fled the country. Most of them were crooks, and they come over here and they ate shrimp and lobster, and we were getting eighteen dollars a pound for it because I was selling it at that time, and they had to have shrimp and lobster. Yeah, they couldn't eat what we were eating. Yeah. Okay, so what do, what, do we know what Afghanis like to eat? Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what the hell they could grow over there to eat. Yeah, it's got to be a lot of irrigation going on. Yeah, another thing is when you see their Taliban over there riding around in the little Toyota pickup trucks mm-hmm. with the machine guns and that on the side, now they're going to be driving around in our Hummers because we're going to leave all our Hummers over there. Well, you know what we probably did, though? We probably took the, the needle out of the air, so we let the air out. Of the tires, at least. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I hope they were thinking as much as you would. Yeah, for sure. I would I mean, take the chip out, you know. Yeah, you could probably, uh, you could probably, I don't know if you're, uh, are you Are you just BSing here? Because I have no idea if we just left a whole bunch of stuff over there, but maybe. Well, we did in uh, Korea and we did in Vietnam. This is no different than any place else. We're getting out there to cover our butts and we leave you everything behind We've been shipping stuff over there for 20 years. Well, you know what they did. They just took the keys out of the Humvee. They're older trucks. They have keys still. Just took the well, keys. They had keys, yeah. Well, I have to talk to some of my buddies. They were over there. I think they might have had push-button start, too. 
Anyway, I want to congratulate you from shooting it from the hip tonight. Oh, yeah. There, well, there's Another so much question. going on. Would you find out if the bishop had his shots or not? Uh, that's a good question. I would guess, based on some of the, the reports I've read from that guy, that he wanted nothing to do with the vaccine. Well, then that then he's got it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he for sure has I needed my shots, and I went and got them. Yeah, he for sure has it, because he's hospitalized. He's hospitalized here in Wisconsin somewhere. Yeah, he got it right out the road from me. Yeah, he was just down the road. I mean, mean, he was at the shrine, and I don't know anything about the shrine. That was one of the things I wanted to get into. And and maybe, like, when you say I'm shooting it from the hip, I was going to rely on the audience, because some of the things that I read... And I just, I don't know anything about Raymond Leo Burke. And then I start reading about his COVID situation. And then I read about his anti-COVID stance. And then I start reading about Our Lady, what is it, Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah. This thing that I've seen, I I just recently seen this. I didn't even know where it was until I looked over. I was like with my girlfriend, I was driving on the south side there. I'm like, what is that? And then she kind of told me. And then I was reading that thing cost $25 million, and then I was reading about how that was a little bit controversial when we brought it in because you pay $25 million to build a thing, or you could give – this is my stance on a lot of these things – or you could give $25 million uh, to help poor people causes as opposed to just building some shrine. Well, I'll tell you what. Someday you come out to my house, I can hear their bells ringing through my house. You and I will go out there and do lunch. Oh, do they serve lunch out there? Oh, yeah, yeah, they got a restaurant out there. You and I will go do lunch and, and uh, shoot her from the hip. All right, you know what I'm going to want to eat? What do you want? Shrimp and lobster. I don't know if they got that. <laughs> I think we could maybe get you a, a hamburger or a cheeseburger. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Thank you All for right. taking my call. Yeah, see you later. Number three on the Double Secret Probation Hotline. Uh, what movie is that, Double Secret Probation? I can't remember that really old movie with her. In the frat. Wow, I just forgot the movie. Man, my memory sucks sometimes. Yeah, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Uh, uh, let me see. I'm trying to read text while I'm trying to do the show. And libertarian guy texts in, we are in Afghanistan because Republicans and Democrats sent the military there. Yes, we obviously we're in the thing because we're there. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Libertarian guy. Uh, we would not be there if Libertarians were in charge. Well, you don't know that. Uh, we don't engage in foreign adventures with military might. All right, so let's break down Libertarian's text. We are in Afghanistan because Republicans and the Democrats sent the military there. So we're in Afghanistan because we are there. <laughs> That's not really why. That's not really the why. Animal House. There we go. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Animal House. There we go. Rugs got it too. See, it's such a basic movie, and I've seen it so many times, and it just it just does it doesn't come to me. I'm trying to think about too many things, but okay. Number three brought up uh, Cardin- Cardinal Burke. Is that is he a cardinal? I don't know. He's pretty high up there in the in terms of uh, from what I was reading. Where is it? Uh, he was he was a top candidate to replace Pope Benedict. Um, the t- what twenty sixth? I'm d- doing Roman numerals here. Uh, he resigned in 2013, so Burke went on to the Vatican uh, sometime after being in La Crosse, becoming the highest judicial authority in the Catholic Church, aside from the Pope. So he's like, what, the vice president of the Catholic Church? Something like that? The VP? I don't want to read what he's actually called, because I just can't pronounce it. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so this is the thing. He's kind of, he's got some anti-COVID stances, and some, and he's brought up some, whether or not he's, 
bringing them up to, in a conversation because it'd be it'd be interesting to hear how he brings stuff like this up, and it'd be interesting to be as opposed to reading it because he. So one website says uh, that Burke said so. Burke said there is a certain movement to insist that now everyone must be vaccinated against the coronavirus, COVID-19, and even that kind of a microchip needs to be placed under the skin of every person so that at, so that any moment he or she could be controlled by the state regarding health and about other matters, which we can only imagine. So I don't know if he's talking about how crazy some people are thinking. Like, man, some people are thinking you got to put a microchip you're going to get microchipped when you get the vaccine, which is ludicrous. But is he saying that or is he is he talking like you and I might talk? Man, that is crazy. Or he, is he saying, yeah, they're going to do that. So it's hard to it's hard to gauge. It could be something taken out of context, but it's just like you kind of got to read into it a little bit. Um, but but he has, you know, he's called it the he said some derogatory phrasing and what he called the virus, the certain city, uh, so, you know, Whatever that city virus, uh, he's he's brought up. The, he's he said this. It has been used by certain forces, um, to advance their evil agenda. COVID nineteen. Well, has it? What forces? I mean, I guess depending. I mean, that's pretty broad. <laughs> you could say it's been used by certain forces. Sure. Specifically, I mean, do you want to just say like Democrats? those forces do you want to just do you want to it's somewhere overseas somewhere other forces i mean he he's in rome right um so so he has he has pretty he's got a you could you could say he's got an anti-covid-19 stance however you want to put that uh number three asked if he's been vaccinated i highly doubt it if he's got these kind of stances he's in the hospital and he's on a ventilator uh, this Cardinal Raymond Leo Burke, who used to be the head of lacrosse diocese. Anyway, so the the whole thought process, though, it's it's just kind of because you read these stories all the time. This person's been speaking out about COVID. Uh, a radio host, I remember seeing, for, I think like a Newsmax person or somebody like that was speaking out about COVID. And then they're in the hospital on their deathbed. And then they're saying the exact opposite things or they're praying or they're begging for a vaccine or just, you know, talking about how stupid it was that they were talking like that the whole time or just still denying it. And, and the whole, the, like the thought event at first, your your first initial thought is like, well, there you deserve what you get. Like, yeah, you're going to have this anti COVID stance. You're in a place of power or at least a, a place where you can spread the word, so to speak, as if you want to talk about Raymond Burke, if you want to talk about a radio host, myself, whatever, and then you and then you get the virus, and so it's like, well, you de- you kind of deserve this, but uh, but but that's that's an evil way of thinking, right? As well, right? Like this this guy's a seventy three year old man; he doesn't deserve to be on a ventilator in the hospital dying. Nobody does, but it's it's like a hard line to draw. Well, like where do you draw the line with your morals and 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 how you want to think about these people that that say these things all the way up until they're hospitalized and then they stop denying the science and are begging to you know either for the vaccine or just the the doctors use whatever means necessary to keep them alive to save them and it's like well now you're not denying the science now that you're here so 
I don't know. It's just annoying to think about a little bit. It's like, like try not to be like, good for you, Raymond Burke, on your ventilator after you denied all these things about COVID. But that's such a terrible way to think. And I don't think like that, but that's the first thought that comes to my head. And then you just kind of, kind of, you kind of walk yourself around that or, or, or kind of talk yourself down from that thinking. And uh, I guess if you want, you could just pray for him because I think that's what he, that's what he said um, multiple times. All right. Scott's comment coming up. Brad doing the news again. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back. Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. I think it's just getting rerouted to the hotline, according to number three and what I'm seeing. But you can call in. I got a bunch of texts as, as we try to like break down Raymond Leo Burke. Uh, Gary Podesky's texting in. Well, first he told me it was Animal House, the movie I was talking about, because I'm talking about the our, our secret hotline, our double secret probation hotline here, where your calls are getting rerouted to there. So I don't know why. Or number three is messing with me. But Gary Podesky also, we're talking about uh, Raymond Burke, and he said he built the shrine to get to Rome. Okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> so we, we've we got a... And, and when I was talking to Brad about the, sh- the shrine, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to botch it. I have to read the name because I, it's just not something that I'm all that familiar with. Uh, the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, right? So that thing... So in deep diving a little bit last night, early this morning on on Raymond Burke getting COVID and then just kind of reading some other stuff just about, oh, he built the shrine. Well, what is the shrine? You know, I've seen it, but I've never really thought about it. And then in, apparently it cost $25 million. And I think talking to Brad earlier today, he said a lot of that was donated, but some of that was controversial, right? Because when you talk about building something like a shrine to something, or just building an extravagant church in my head. So in my head, when I, when I want to go to church, depending on what church I want to go to, I don't, I don't necessarily, or driving by and you'd be like, wow, that's a gigantic church or what Notre Dame overseas, right? That burned, what was it last year, a year and a half, two years ago. And you saw the money come pouring in to help rebuild it. And it's always like, wow, the money really pours in to help build churches and build things like that, that really the, that money could go to help poor people. <laughs> so $25 million to build a shrine on the south side of La Crosse or $25 million to build a shelter to help people daily in the middle of La Crosse as opposed to way on the south side. It'd be hard for uh, people to, to get down there, I think. Um, or it'd be better because they're a little bit out of the, out of the way. I don't know. 608-785-7914. So trying to decipher that and then trying to think about somebody who's like a COVID denier, right? Just, uh, the, I don't want to, I don't even want to say some of the stuff you can read about it on wisdomnews.com. Um, just, just the, the negative response by him in different ways about the virus and then him getting it and then just the whole your whole mindset on you got to you got to get you got to be a better person because you don't wish ill on anybody. So a 73-year-old man who denied covid, you know, he bought into something. What whatever it was and and maybe maybe he's trying to do what what uh Gary texted in and said he he built the shrine to get to Rome, well maybe he's trying to 
deny COVID to get something else, right? So he's he's you know he's pretty far up there in the the Catholic hierarchy, whatever you want to call it. Um, but Kevin did text in. He goes, "Rick is is the is Burke denying the science or standing up for the rights to make open choices?" I would say it's a good question. I would I would say he's probably denying the science if he didn't get vaccinated because he's in a hospital <laughs> so and on a ventilator it seems and and the the phrasing too when he's you know he's on a ventilator but doing you know a couple days I think on Wednesday they tw- he tweeted on his tw- I don't know if he tweeted or somebody tweeted on his Twitter account uh, that he that he was that he had COVID. I'm trying to find the tweet, um, but he, he had COVID, but medical professionals were, were doing very good job helping him. That was Wednesday. And then on Saturday, he was on a ventilator. So, um, but his tweet on Saturday was, was a little strange. I got a, well, where is it? So this is August 14th. Cardinal Burke has been admitted to the hospital COVID-19 and he's being assisted by a ventilator. Doctors are encouraged by his progress. He faithfully prayed the rosary for those suffering from the virus on this vigil of the assumption. Let us now pray for the rosary, pray the rosary for him. So, um, so he's confirmed that he's on a ventilator, but on August 10th, he tweeted praised be Jesus Christ exclamation point. I wish to inform you that I have recently tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Thanks be to God. I am resting comfortably and receiving excellent medical care. Please pray for me as I begin my recovery. Let us trust in divine providence. God bless you. It was kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird tweet. Praise be to Jesus. I have COVID. <laughs> Thanks to God. Thanks be to God that I'm resting comfortably. So, but then four days later, he's on a ventilator, which is, you've heard that before. The, the virus kind of just, one day you're okay, and the next day you're not so okay. So, um, Steve texted in, so we were also talking about Afghanistan. Not really trying to decipher what, where, when, or why, or how, but just the fact that, you know, Afghan refugees could end up at Fort McCoy by the thousands. That's how that's going to affect us in the immediate future. But uh, Steve said, can we blame George Bush Jr. and Sr. for the beginning of all this? Does it matter <laughs> at this point? Do we need to blame everybody or anybody or all of them or just politicians in general? Do we need to blame the military industrial complex? Do we need to blame, um, what was it? I think I saw one of those like Boeing or one of those manufacturers of military might. And you just see their stock price in 2011 or no, 2001. And you just watch the bar go up, 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 <laughs> and then to 2021. It just, it was kind of steady. It was going up before 2001, but then 2001 hits, and you just watch it skyrocket over the next 20 years. Uh, whether or not that was because there were in Afghanistan or all the above, you know, who knows? But um, Skipper texted, "I don't know what you're talking about. I never feel like good for anyone getting sick. Never. Yeah, so." I was just talking about like the, the the idea that somebody gets sick, gets COVID, gets on a ventilator, but denies all this stuff and and talks openly to a pretty large audience about how it might be a a, a hoax, and then they get 
the virus and then what's your your immediate response is like well good for you you deserve this but then you got to be a better person right so libertarian guy we're talking about afghan he said uh september 11th attacks 20 20 years ago yeah so it's weird that we're doing us all in the anniversary of september 11th too right like ooh, that's a great date to do this let's all like just do it if you're just gonna do it but why do we have to make it around the anniversary uh, George Bush started bombing Afghanistan Afghanistan a few weeks after 9-11. Yeah, all that stuff. So he's just kind of, he's breaking down for me the little bit of the history and I get it, but, but, but why are we over there really? <laughs> so we can kind of, we can go, yeah, we're trying to give it to the people that were responsible for 9-11 or were you using it as an excuse? Uh, we got a call coming in. Caller, who's this? This is Eric from Sparrow. Hey, Eric. All right. So, uh, Kevin said, uh, do you know for sure that Father Bar- Burke is not vaccinated? No. I, I, and I said, I don't know if he is or not, but the, the fact that you're 73 years old in the hospital on a ventilator, odds are you are, because if you look at the numbers of people that end up in the hospital, although he's older, if you look at the numbers of those who end up in the hospital, it's in the upper 90%. Those are unvaccinated people versus vaccinated. Um, Steve Steve texted in, I think the shrine will provide for the poor for a very long time. Don't know for sure, just guessing. So the the shrine on the south side of the cross, where number three said you can go get lunch. Never known that. Uh, The shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Steve says that's going to help provide for the poor for a very long time. Feel free to tell me how, Steve. I, I I don't know. I don't know a ton about it, so um, I couldn't I couldn't begin to uh, to break it down. Hey, some other some other local news I wanted to get to. Uh, the curling club in in Centerville burned to the ground over the weekend. It's pretty sad. Uh, we could talk about that a little bit. And um, there was one other. Oh, and I was talking about the uh, just avoiding stoplights and then what the Minneapolis police are going to start doing with traffic violations. Might get into that too. We gotta take a break though. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Hey so the Centerville Curling Club, it's old building burned down over the weekend. It's old Quonset. They used that from for forty nine years from nineteen forty eight to nineteen ninety six. Uh, they're looking for pictures of that building. So if anyone's got pictures of the old Centerville Curling Club, if you want to text them, 608-785-7914, I'll get them to them. Feel free to text me some of those pics if you got any. That's Centerville Curling Club. Um, I was talking earlier about just the people avoiding lights. I was watching as I'm waiting for a light, somebody, you know, turns into the adjacent parking lot, just goes around and goes through the light on the green, going the other way. And I'm just like, ah, I saw it twice today. And I was like, I'm, I sometimes do that. But, uh, it just, in terms of, you know, like, can we, can we figure out how to do stoplights better? Also, when you're doing that, there's, and it's the middle, it's kind of, it's like four o'clock. There's, it's kind of high traffic time a little bit. But we could still avoid these lights because nobody's counting. Why are there lights here then? Make it a four-way. Um, but the Minneapolis police are, are going to stop minor traffic violations. They're going to stop pulling people over and just wonder, like, is this something all police should do or lacrosse police should do? Uh, they're no longer to pull people over for things like expired tabs or air fresheners hanging from the mirrors. I think my brother 
back in the day got pulled over for having so I, th- I think he had a 73 Mustang and he had uh, the tachometer on the dash right you put the, the extra cool tech on so you can when you're shifting you know it's super cool muscle car guy stuff right put the tack on you got to add the extra tack because when because the 73 mock doesn't have a tack on it right uh so he gets pulled over the police are, you know hey you got this illegal tachometer it's imposing you know it's you're not able to view out your window as well with that thing that's a violation and i think my brother's response was like what about all the crap on your dashboard <laughs> just pointing Pointing to the the irony there of the police telling him you can't do well. The police are trained to be able to drive with a well, what they can see better. So I don't know. I don't remember if we got a ticket for that, but I I feel like in Minneapolis you're not going to get a ticket for having your the tack on your dashboard when you're driving your muscle car around anymore. Maybe tinted windows. I don't know about that, but um, just the idea here is to just examine how officers can better utilize their time and resources. And it always gets me thinking when I'm driving, uh, you know, one place or another, and you see the, the cop car parked behind like a big billboard or behind a building trying to get you for speeding, or they're just sitting there and you just kind of like, ah, protect and serve, hiding, waiting for somebody (laughs) to go speeding by, or they're doing something, but it's always kind of, Oh, but you're hiding. It seems like you're hiding there. As opposed to, you know, I've got to get on my laptop and type something up uh, to, to better do that. I better hide behind this building so nobody can see me. It'd be better off if you parked where everybody could see you because then you would be better apt to see that there's a police presence there. And if you're disobeying the law by speeding or something, then you would obey it. We should just be putting billboard, fake cop billboard, like cutouts all around the city so that you slow down every time you see one, right? It's what we should be doing. So I thought it was interesting that Minneapolis police are going to are going to stop pulling people over. I don't know how they're going to. Maybe they take the license and send you like a, a letter and say, hey, your tabs are expired. Uh, if we catch you again, I don't know. It's really just picking on poor people, too, at that point. And your tabs are expired, sure. But for someone making $100,000 a year, their tabs expired. The, the fine is meh. And for somebody that can't afford their tabs and then get a ticket for their tabs... It's a little bit different. It's a little different hit on their pocketbook. So, all right, that's all the time I have for today. Didn't even get into the guy, the two guys that were pulled over and one had a short-barreled shotgun. They were buzzing through town at 88 miles per hour. I didn't even get into that story. Kind of got lost in the notes here. But if you want to read about that, wisdomnews.com, two dudes... I think they were swerving, almost hit or hit a car, if I remember right. Almost hit a car. Just south uh, just south of here, just south of downtown. And then they got pulled over, but as you know, the police pull them over, they take off. And at some point, they were gunned at 88 miles an hour. And once they caught them, they discovered a, essentially like a short-barreled shotgun. But go read about it. Wisdom News. Thanks for listening.